0: Hello, hello! Welcome to another episode of Pitch Posh Pages. I'm Lindsay and today I'm talking about the book Forager by Michelle Dowd. The full title is Forager, Field Notes for Surviving a Family Cult. I was so excited to read this book. I absolutely love reading cult books. If you have been listening to the podcast for a while, you know this. If you have not been listening to the podcast for a while, I will link in the show notes uh, my blog post that has A list of all of the cult books that I've read. Much more often I read cult books that are related to things like a religion or just a more larger cult. So I was extremely interested to read this book uh, related to a family cult. When I think family cult, I think very, very small. And this one, it is a family cult. It is small, but there were definitely some other people looped into this family cult that made it more like a... (laughs) quote unquote, normal cult. (laughs) So Michelle tells her story about growing up in this cult in Northern California. It was on this mountain in the Angeles National Forest. Very interesting. Like her grandpa got this grant basically to live and have this community live basically in the national park very odd. They are really, really into living off the land and they're really, really into their religion. So, I mean, what cult isn't really, really into their religion? But, uh, it was interesting. I was kind of surprised that it was written more so from the perspective of Michelle growing up, like she was a child writing it, if that makes sense. Um, it wasn't as retrospective, uh, but it was still very good. The, more interesting pieces of the cult came up when Michelle got very sick and she had to go to the hospital and it was just very interesting her parents just left her there in the hospital uh I mean I think that is just also more of a a sign of the times I'm thinking during the time period it was more common for a parent to leave a child in the hospital for an extended period of time because they had to go to work or do whatever they had to do whereas now uh, I don't think that's really what happens I think if In most cases, if a child is in the hospital for an extended period of time, uh, a parent will be there or try to be there at least every day. And there were weeks at a time where Michelle was in this hospital, and she's just all alone, just waiting for somebody to come see her. And she's like a child, and it's that part is wild. Um, The ultra religious aspect; it's very fundamentalist Christianity, very much reading the Bible and taking it very literally. And because this specific cult, they don't really have a name, but because this specific cult is so into nature and living off the land and those kind of rules, it is also very much into the patriarchy. And men are the masters and follow what the men tell you to do. Those are kind of the two pillars I saw living off the land and listening to the men. But because they were living off the land, it was more so like they were taking the Bible more literally, because there are things in the Bible in the Old Testament, more so where they're talking about like the 40 years in the desert and living off of, you know, very little resources. And so that Is kind of interesting and blessed are the meek blessed are the poor in spirit because they will inherit the earth if you know those kind of things like it's good to be poor and not have so much and uh that means you're a truer closer being to God you know what I'm saying there maybe you do maybe I don't maybe I'm not explaining that very well but these kids this family was extremely isolated from the normal world Uh, after they moved to the mountain. There's kind of two locations for this cult, the mountain and the field. And it's just kind of just really weird. But the kids, when they were really young, they went to a normal school. So they got some of that regular, normal education and then it was taken away from them. And I think that is obviously much more shocking to the system. Uh, it was just a very interesting read. Some of the things that happened were just weird, as they are with most most cults. But I liked the book, but there was definitely things missing. This is definitely not my favorite cult memoir I've ever read. Definitely not even close. So I'm going to read a one star review and a five star review uh, that I found. And then I'll give you my final thoughts on what I thought about the book. So here we go. Here's a one-star review from C. Sage. Subject line is not worth it. Reviews were amazing. Book, not so much. Not clear or clean writing, as said. Just not well written. I kept waiting for it to get astonishing. Never did. Disappointing. Didn't get a sense of her parents or siblings or what it was she spent her days doing. So the writing, like I said, it is written from the perspective of her in her youth. So it's like, I was five years old, I was eight years old, I was 10 years old, and what she went through during those times. And it's written in that voice. And I don't really mind books written that way. But for whatever reason, in this book, I didn't love it. And what I really didn't enjoy that there were there were multiple times she started telling a story, and she didn't finish, like she tells the story, and it gets up to a certain point. And then she doesn't say like what her consequences were. Like she broke the rules and then we don't get to hear what the consequences were because then we jump like four months ahead. And there were multiple times in the book where that happened. There's one in particular. She snuck out of her house, took the family snowmobile and like drove deep into the woods because she was going to run away or something. And then the chapter just ends what the hell? That was weird. I really, that chapter particularly made me really angry. Um, yeah. So let's read a five-star review and then I'll talk more. This is a five-star from Eric Odegaard. Subject line is a triumph of human spirit. In the largest sense, this book is about working with what you have on hand. Michelle Dowd faced one trauma after another by doing just that, assessing each situation and learning how to make the most of horrifying circumstances. Not only does she literally forage and live off the land because the cult in which she grew up has forced her into a strange sort of substance. Substance living, but she also metaphorically forages for ideas and ways of thinking that will move her beyond the confines of her doomsday worldview in which she was raised. In another sense, however, this book is about someone who cultivated courage from deep within. It's one of the most impressive accounts of self-reliance that I've ever read. It's about enduring what seems to be unendurable and triumphing in the face of unbelievable odds. The part of the book that resonated with me the most was the way in which nature is celebrated. Here is someone who has every right to see nature as an enemy or at the very least an unwelcome obstacle to be conquered in the name of survival. Yet nature is the escape, the means to find freedom. If you're looking for a book about what the human spirit is capable of, consider giving this one a try. Okay lots of things that I could take from this five-star review. Uh, first of all, I forgot to mention this is a doomsday cult. They thought their leader, uh, our author's grandpa was never going to die. Of course he did. Uh, they thought the end was near and they were prepping, uh, for the Lord to come take them up to the heavens and that didn't happen. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's a doomsday cult, but it didn't really seem like that was a huge focus of the book at all. Uh, I also, this is off topic, not in this review, but Michelle was abused and you could call living in this way abuse on its own, which uh, that's borderline, I would say. But she was sexually abused by members of the cult as well. So you've been warned there. Okay, let's keep talking about this specific review and the prose that they had about it. The talking about nature, yes. So each chapter begins with a little blurb about a specific plant or something like that. Like there's one about chokeberries. I had no idea what, the, what a chokeberry was. There's some about these different pine cones. There's some about yucca, I think. So there's like a ton of different you know information about that. And it was interesting because Michelle really did grow up like, eating sap from the trees and eating these berries that she was supposed to have and like eating flowers and stuff. Like that was our snack. Like we don't have trail mix. We have flowers. Like that part kind of wild and I enjoyed that I really enjoyed the connection to nature I did and the way that she continues to love nature and use it as an escape and like loves the mountain still so much that is surprising to me and it is beautiful because I think many people if they grew up the way that she did uh would (laughs) grow up get out of this cult and be like I need to be in the city, like, I do not want to be in nature, I do not want to be without running water ever, and she still loves nature so much, and I think that's beautiful, and I think that's kind of her connection to spirituality now, is how beautiful and wonderful nature Mother Earth is, all that. Uh, I think there was one more thing I wanted to touch on here, nature, of course, the doomsday, and foraging and living off the land. I think I touched on all that actually. So, um, I just wanted more from this. I really did. There was it just fell flat. Uh, this reviewer says like this is such an inspiring book, like pulling yourself up from the bootstraps, overcoming like indescribable circumstances, all that. And what that makes me think of are books like Made and Educated. Um, and a lot of the other like cult books that I've read, but they just gave a little more insight into the day to day, which is something I really enjoy from a memoir is like understanding truly the day to day. And you didn't get that so much in this because the writing just stopped so abruptly in certain spots. Like even though the days were mundane, I would have liked a better description of those, It's odd that some of the best descriptions were while she was in the hospital. I would suggest this book if you're looking for a unique cult memoir. Uh, I decided to read six cult memoirs, at least, that was my goal, at least six cult memoirs this year, and I did it. I believe this was number six. So uh, I've read a lot. Like I said, more often I read them based off of religion. Uh, I've read quite a few on the FLDS cult. I've read a couple on Scientology. Um... there's so many out there. So I will, like I said, link that list in the show notes. I highly recommend any cult memoir because they are just addicting. I love them, but this was not my favorite. And I'm a little disappointed because I saw this book. I saw the cover a long time ago, I think before it was even released. And I was like, I'm excited for that book to come out. I'm excited to read it. I waited for it to come from the library. They finally got it and it just fell a little bit flat. Um, Yeah, I'm happy Michelle wrote her book, but I I wanted more from her. I I really did. So I'd probably give this like a three and a half out of five stars, which seems a little low, but it could have been so much better. So those are my thoughts on Forager. I think if you're new to cult memoirs, you might like it more, and then you can dive deeper into ones that maybe are a little bit better. I don't know if that makes sense, but... (laughs) I I always recommend a cult memoir. Like I I don't really discriminate. So this this is an okay one if you want to start your journey into learning about cults. And I've never heard about this one before in the Angeles National Park. So it was interesting. Could have been better though. I'm always looking for more book recommendations. So if you have them for me, you can reach out to me on social media at PishposhPages. Pages. I'm on TikTok and Instagram. And you can leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can do whatever. Just, just say hello. Uh, <laughs> I hope you're enjoying whatever it is you are reading right now. And I will be back next time to talk about more books. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pishposh Pages. If you loved it, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify or just share wherever you listen to podcasts. Also follow our bookstagram, Instagram, whatever you want to call it, at Pishposh Pages for more book talk. We want to have more people in our No Strings Attached book club. I'm so glad that you were here and we'll be talking about more books next time. See you soon and happy reading.